0: Like so many of us, 2020 literally pulled the rug out from under my feet, and when all was said and done, my life was a hot mess. And now here I am at 40-something, healing from depression and anxiety, doing my best to live my best hot mess life, all while making some magic and miracles along the way, using the same sacred feminine principles that I've been preaching for so long. And now I get to share all of that with you. My name is Maria, aka The Fem Coach, and you're listening to The Femcast Podcast. The podcast for wild, sassy, and spiritual women who are ready to tap into their sacred feminine superpowers and live their best hot mess life. This podcast is listener discretion advised for mature content and coarse language. Hey, you guys, what is up? And welcome back to the FemCast. Good morning. It is Sunday, which is my favorite day to do my morning practice because I just literally like dive in and wrap myself up in it like it's a warm fucking blanket and I just love it. So today's practice was so magical. It is all about being you and owning who you are and showing up fully and completely in all of your relationships. So if this is something that you've struggled with, in your life. I encourage you to listen to this episode. Um, it just felt so magical to get into this message today. And it's something that is truly powerful for me and has been something that I always sort of struggled with and have been working on for for quite some time. I believe that this journey to becoming more fully ourselves is something that is is—it's a gentle unfolding um, that we give a little, you know, we give some focus and, and attention to each and every day. We ask ourselves, "How can I be more myself?" and "How can I show up more fully and authentically as me in each and every moment and every interaction?" And this is something that we get better at over time. And as long as that's something that we are consciously and mindfully working towards, I believe that we are always headed in the right direction, and we are always always calling in the people, places, and things that are most aligned for us and how we want to live our lives. So truly magical. Um, So we are going to jump right into it. But before we do, here's some details on how you can get free and instant access to the Radical Shift daily practice. It's literally five steps, five minutes. um, And here's how you can get your hands on yours and do this along with me right now. We'll be right back. When it all fell apart in 2020, I literally had nothing left to fall back on. All I had left were my family, a few close friends, and the same sacred feminine principles that I had been preaching for so long. So, I created a practice around those principles, and I devoted a few minutes each day to that practice, and very quickly, things began to shift, and before I knew it, everything worked out so much better than I ever thought was possible. Literally, I created the best hot mess life ever. And now I'm so excited to share that practice with you. It's called the Radical Shift Daily Practice, and it's literally the five-minute daily practice that will change your life. And it is yours absolutely free. Simply go to my website at thefemcoach.com and sign up now to receive free and instant access to the practice, plus a 30-minute training video designed to help you get the most out of your practice. Also that you too can immediately start living your best hot mess life. It came up in conversation recently with a friend of mine that I, I just had to come out and, and finally out myself and say I am a self-proclaimed self-help junkie. <laughs> I love anything, any book or media or tutorial or articles or anything to do with sort of self-help and spirituality and, 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 you know, healing and empowerment and all those things. And I I could, I have to literally balance how I consume that shit because it could very easily go OTT very quickly. Um So that was kind of part of me accepting who I am and what's important to me and what kind of lights me up. And this kind of content really does. And it's kind of why it's why I talk about it and why I share about it. And it really and truly is a passion of mine. Um, so that was me being more me <laughs> um, and just being honest that, hey, <laughs> I'm a bit of a self-help junkie and I love this shit. Um, but, you know, having said that, everything in moderation, including moderation, right? Um, so Hello. And welcome back. Today's daily practice, I was really reflecting on um, this whole notion of how we show up in the world and where we can give ourselves permission to be more fully authentic and real um, and just really allow our true authentic self to shine through. As you know, I've mentioned, I've said many times on this podcast and in all my content, I have always struggled with being a people pleaser. And oftentimes, you know, that pattern of people pleasing can lead you to very easily start to mold and adjust yourself to be the kind of person that makes people around you happy, accepting, and loving, and all the things that you want them to be, right? So- and it's not very obvious. Oftentimes, it's not like you decide that you're going to be this person because that's who this other person needs you to be in order to love you. It's these little micro adjustments that you make throughout your life, right? So like you go through life and the world is – you know, the people around you are constantly giving you feedback. And I, I mentioned this in another podcast about um, – the blessing and the curse of being an empathic people pleaser, right? It's this pattern of being able to notice and witness the feelings of the people around you and really being able to feel them fully, right? And understand them and 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 identify them, right? And then But also being a people pleaser. So you automatically assume when people around you are unhappy, it means they're unhappy with you in some way, shape or form, or you must have done something wrong. And the way to fix that is to adjust your behavior to make them happy, to make them love you, to make you stay, to give your, their approval, all those things. And it's little, it's the little micro adjustments that we make time, time and time again that often influence how we show up in the world without even feeling, without even realizing it. And before we know it, We are this completely and undeniably very different version of ourselves, right? We are just no longer the authentic version of ourselves. Many times after years of micro adjustments and, and, and changes, and I can attest to this, we have no fucking clue who our real self really is because we've been living this persona for so long. Who are we when we're not in this persona? Who are we when we're not behaving this way or showing up this way or adjusting ourselves in this way? We kind of lose touch with that. And it's been, it's been quite the journey for me to kind of step back into, okay, well, who am I really, right? And some powerful messages came through today. And it's probably because as well, like, I mean, there's been a lot of triggers around this for me lately where it's kind of brought more and more awareness to this pattern that I've had and the subtleties that I, you know, cause I had, like I said, I have been working on this for quite some time, but there's still some subtleties that I hadn't kind of been aware of that were still popping up and, and creating patterns, um, for me and, and repeating, repeating patterns again and again and again that didn't that didn't really feel very aligned for me so it's starting to be really clear why that happens um, and in the last few months I've had a lot of examples and I don't think it's a coincidence that in the last couple of weeks I've been listening to the audiobook I love audiobooks <laughs> again self-help junkie um, I've been listening to an audiobook by Dr Aziz Gazipura and the book is called Not Nice. And it's all about reclaiming your authentic self, setting those boundaries and being true to who you are. And not that it's funny, even the title, when I say, when I say it to people that, oh yeah, I'm reading the book called Not Nice. It's not that it makes you a mean person. It just stops you from being this people pleasing person that alters your authenticity in order to be who you think people expect you to be. And there's actually a lot of toxicity around being nice from that perspective. So, you know, if you're somebody who you find kind of always is um, consumed with what people are thinking or feeling about you or how they're judging you or perceiving you or are you showing up in a way that makes them happy or pleased with you, um, I would strongly encourage you to pick up this book because it is really powerful. And it is about being kind and being compassionate, but also recognizing, um, you know, who you are and your values um, that you bring into each and every relationship and really being able to honor those and respect those in a powerful way so that you can show up as the best version of yourself for all your relationships, um, which is, I think, the key to this. So if you struggle with that, listen, stay here with me, listen to this podcast, and then maybe pick up that book. So this really came up for me today, and what, what I've noticed in the last little while, and what's been really obvious to me, is this misalignment that I've been, this underlying misalignment that I've been very... um obviously picking up on with a lot of the people that I interact with on a daily basis, whether it be, basis, <laughs> on a daily basis, whether it be, you know, friends, co-workers, or, well, not so much co-workers, but I would say, like, friends, acquaintances, like, people that I kind of, people that I kind of commune with on a regular basis, right, and are part of my day-to-day. Um, I've been noticing this real sort of piece of, like, misalignment where it feels like, hmm, It's like I'll be in conversation and I'll notice that, I don't want to say that I'm trying, but it just feels really almost rehearsed, you know? Like, I don't feel very relaxed. And usually after these interactions, I kind of walk away feeling a little bit tired. I feel like almost a sense of relief, like, oh my God, like it's over, like I can (laughs) <laughs> like I can take the party dress and the corset off now, you know, I can take the Spanx off and take like a deep breath. That's what it kind of feels like. It feels like you're wearing full body Spanx. Okay. Um, because you really are holding in part of your personality and that's typical. that's what it feels like. It feels like you're wearing emotional fucking Spanx. Um, and it's awful. It's not a good feeling. And it's so subtle. Like you don't, maybe i'm i'm just more aware of it like i said cuz i've been reading this book but i've just been so aware and, and attuned to that feeling of like where it is that i'm holding back where i'm filtering myself where i'm like not really saying what i'm thinking and feeling nodding and agreeing with the other person even though i don't really agree with what they're saying knowing that i have knowing that what they're saying isn't right and doesn't feel right to me but not Inserting my own perspective, like kind of biting my tongue, not and many times, and this this actually happened last night where, you know, I was out with a friend of mine, and you know, an amazing friend, and I love her deeply, and and you know, we've been friends for years, but I've been noticing lately how misaligned we actually are, and it's not to say that she's a bad person or I'm a bad person, we just our values in a lot of ways don't always align, and I think that what I've noticed I've been doing in those situations where the where our values aren't aligned. Is, you know, I recognize the misalignment. I respect I and maybe part of me also wishes that they would align with my values, which is also not a healthy um approach to bring to the situation. But there's also an element of okay, well, I'm not gonna argue her values, right? Those are her values, right? And that's that that's fine. And I'm but I'm not gonna show her that I don't agree with her values because I'm afraid. That it might come off as confrontational. That um, she might not be happy or pleased with me if I tell you. Well, I don't. Ag- that that's that. Those aren't my values, and my values are X, Y, and Z. Like it's almost like okay. Well, I'm not going to argue with her. I'm not going to try and change her. But I'm also not going to put my true self out there to be seen. You know, I'm just going to kind of uh, keep quiet and move on to the next topic of conversation, not say anything to this. You know, there was a few moments in the conversation where she clearly said something that I didn't really agree with. And that for me didn't feel, it didn't feel aligned and it it didn't feel like it was something that, um, it, it kind of went against some of my beliefs and what I believe in and what I think is important in relationships, but I didn't say anything, right? Instead of saying openly and honestly, well, you know what, this is how I kind of see things. And this is where my stance and, and where my beliefs are on this, Conversation, right? And instead of just putting it out there and being myself and, and, you know, having a little dialogue back and forth and, and, and doing a bit of discovery with one another, I just didn't say anything. And I found myself doing that a couple of times where it was just like, hmm, I just bit my tongue. And I didn't even know in that moment what I kind of wanted to say. And this is another example of how this shows up, you know, when we do, when we have this sort of challenge of sort of like watering ourselves down or, you know, holding ourselves back and putting on that emotional sphinx, holding our our true authentic selves in to not be seen and expressed in the world. Um, We tend to, in those situations when people say things around us that we don't agree with, that don't feel aligned or in integrity with who we are, we tend to not know what to say. It's like you're in there and you're in the moment and you're like, someone said something and you're like, mm, I don't like that. No, that's not okay. No, I don't like it. I don't, I don't know what to say. And you just don't know what to say and how to say it. Maybe it's because you're triggered and you feel like what, no matter what you say, it's going to come out not nice. Um but you just don't know what to say in that moment. So you just kind of keep your mouth shut. And then after like, you you know, okay, bye, see you later, talk to you tomorrow, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then it's like, oh, I should have said this. Oh, I should have said that. Oh my God, I could have totally said this. A lot of that comes from, we are holding ourselves back so strongly emotionally that we can't even connect <laughs> with what it is that we really wanna say in that moment because we are so far disconnected Our priority in those interactions with people is not, I'm going to stay connected with my authentic self and make sure that that authentic self is fully and freely expressed in every way. We're not connected with that. What we're connected with, I am just going to keep being the person that everybody else wants me to be in order to be liked and loved and keep and maintain my friendships in a healthy, loving, balanced way. which I mean, yes, it's nice to have healthy, loving, balanced friendships and relationships, but it has to come from authenticity. It cannot come from being quote unquote nice and putting on those emotional spanks to hold yourself back so that you can be the person that you think other people need you to be in order to be like loved, and accepted. That is a breeding ground for toxic relationship. It is actually the recipe for toxic relationships. And for a lot of us who, and I know for me, like this has been, I think this has been true for a lot of people in the last two years. Like, I mean, let's face it, we've spent the last two years, like just not getting out in the world the way we used to, you know what I mean? So for a lot of us, um, you know, creating and establishing relation, maintaining relationships and making new relationships has been a real freaking challenge, right? We're not out in the workplace. We're not out, you know, whining and dining. We're not out what you know, gallivanting or no music festivals, although music festivals are coming back this summer. I'm so excited. Um, that's something that's so something to look forward to. Gosh, music festivals! Oh my god, it's like the world is like a happy place again. Um, but I digress. Where was I with this point? Right, so, um, here's where I was going with this w- w- the key. Right. And regardless of what, you know, your situation has been in the last two years or even before the last two years, you know, if you struggle to bring in relationships that are aligned for you, which has always been a struggle for me, like I always feel like I have these great relationships in my life, whether they be partners or friendships or whatnot. Um, You know, I meet these great people, but I always feel that there's this kind of disconnect with where we are in terms of values and where we are in terms of, you know, the beliefs that are important to us and what matters to us. There's always this kind of disconnect or misalignment, right? And, you know, in many ways, it makes it very difficult to build really close and intimate relationships because you always feel like there's this like big disconnect. And the reality is that the disconnect comes from within because the key to calling in all of those aligned, um, you know, soulful connections that we so crave, like those close tribe, like, you know, soul family relationships that we all crave on such a deep level. The key to actually calling those relationships in is actually being more yourself, because that's what's going to be a vibrational match. They are not a vibrational match to the person that you've been maybe being to please the relationships that are around you right now that yeah, they're great. They're loving, they're kind, they're, you know, they're good peeps, but they're not the people that you align with. They're not the people that value the things that you do or interested in the things that you do or share the, the same beliefs and can kind of you know, come together and and just be this, um, you know, feel, like I said, feel like this this beautiful magical soul family, right? Where 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 your your intentions and beliefs and values are aligned, right? That comes directly from being your authentic self and being in that vibe of who it was that you were created to be. That's what's going to call in these people when you're actually pretending to be something that you're not, or holding back part of your personality and those, you know, emotional spanks that we were talking about, and you're holding yourself back and holding yourself in and not allowing yourself to be fully seen and expressed. You're actually pushing those people away because they could be right in your vicinity and they'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, she seems cool, but you know, she's not my peeps. You know, we don't, we're clearly not aligned because they're not picking up that signal. They're waiting for the signal, right? For you to, of you to, for you to put out there of who you really are so that they can now recognize you and say, Hey, oh my God, soul family, (laughs) partner of my dreams, woman of my, my life or man, whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's what they're waiting for. They're waiting for you to be you. So that they can see you and hear you and feel you and witness you and recognize that you are that person instead of, you know, this person that you're trying to be to please all these other people or all the ways that you're holding yourself so you don't upset the people around you. That's just not cool. So... Today, as I was contemplating this, and because I was in that interaction, like I said yesterday, well, what could I have done differently? You know, in that moment when that thing was said, and I knew it didn't feel aligned for me, and I kind of felt like I needed to say something, but I didn't, and I just kind of stood there not knowing, just that awkward, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) it's like I didn't say anything other than this isn't right. Nope, nope, nope. I don't like what's being said, but yet I didn't make a stance for what I believed, and at that moment, I didn't even know what to say what i what i got from today's daily practice and again i encourage you to to download your daily practice it's it's totally free and honestly like i do this every morning it's how i start every single day and today is actually sunday so today my daily practice pra- <laughs> practice is literally 2 hours long <laughs> cuz i lo- i just dive into it i make my coffee i get into bed i do my daily practice and i just like wrap myself up in it like a warm blanket So the question that came through today that I should be asking in these types of situations was, what is it I want to say here, right? So in response, so when you feel that trigger and you feel like something's just been said or done that doesn't feel right and it doesn't feel aligned for me or maybe a boundary's been crossed or something, right? Whenever you're in that situation the powerful question to ask yourself when you feel calm, not when you feel triggered. So if you're feeling really like agitated by what's been said, or you're having a very strong emotional response, it's probably best to let that emotion, the emotionality of the situation kind of calm down before you can respond so that you can respond in a clear and logical way. Um, but an important question to ask yourself is what is it that I really want to say here in this situation? And what how would I choose to respond if I weren't worried about what this person would think about my response or how they would feel about it or what judgment they would make on it or how they would react to it, right? If I wasn't worried about how what the other person said or thinks, how would I respond here? What would be my truth? And how can I say that in the most respectful way, right? Like not to like, you know, um, come out and be, you know, on the offensive, but how can I just assert my opinion here without being confrontational and do so calmly, right? And that's a really, really important part about being authentic. You know, sometimes it is about having the difficult conversations or saying the difficult things, and that's what makes a healthy relationship. And if we're in a situation where we can't have those difficult conversations and assert ourselves and how we're feeling um, and what our stance and our our opinions and our thoughts are, if we can't share that, then we're in a deeply unhealthy relationship. You know, and it's, it's, it's important for all of us, each and every one of us to be mindful about how can I let my true self be seen in all of my relationships? And this doesn't have to happen overnight. This is a baby step process, like bit by bit. Dave, this is something I literally work on and have been working on for quite some time. Um, and every day just a, you know, it's an it's an intention to be more and more myself to insert more and more of myself in my in my daily life and in my daily relationship in my relationships and my daily interactions with people. Um, it's something that I consciously work towards and, and do a little bit more and a little bit better each and every day. And that's really all you, you know, 1% better each day is what I always say. Um, so, you know, this is a challenge for you to, to show up and be more yourself and think about who you would be if you weren't afraid, how people would, who you would be if you weren't so afraid of how people would respond or or react to you. Because that is the person that you were kind of created to be. So it's really important to just be honest and authentic with that. And stop trying to pretend to be something that you're not. Or putting on the emotional spanks and holding yourself in from the world to see. Because that is what's going to call in the relationships and the opportunities that you've probably been longing for your whole life. So there you go. So that is it for now. Have an amazing day. Until next time, massive love. You've been listening to the Femcast Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow and share. And don't forget to check out my website at thefemcoach.com for more resources and tools to help you harness your sacred feminine superpowers to live your best hot Mess Life. Until next time, massive love.